I don't know if you're familiar with uh, with Carlos Vives. I went to go see Carlos Vives at the Hollywood oh, Bowl. My, my mom. Could you say it in English uh, for me? Carlos Vives. Uh, Charlie. Charlie uh, lives. Charlie lives. Charlie, Charlie lives. life. Hog with Mike Bridenstine is brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. Mike knows like so, like the biggest names in comedy. Dude, you gotta see this guy's fucking show list. He like has like the biggest names on uh, in comedy on his on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet. And this is what the show's about, Nick. That we have our finger on the pulse of America's uh, trends. Hi, everybody. Hey. This whole day can suck a thousand fucking dicks. Yeah. Welcome to Hunk. With Mike Bridenstine. I'm Mike Bridenstine. Shout out Rick Gonzalez. Shout out Bad Planet. Shout out Untaken Podcast. Shout out to The Buffer. Shout out No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. My unpaid announcer is David McGregor. I don't want to get ahead of myself on this episode. I will say Mike Burns has done more episodes of this show than any other guest He's done it like 22 times. That includes bonus episodes. That includes Patreon-only episodes. He told me today this episode was his favorite episode he's ever been on. Not for me to decide, but I think it's up there. You tell me. You tell me your favorite. Is this your favorite? We'll see. I have the world. It's greatest panel. Kelsey Air is back from local natives, from Jaws of Love, from Kelsey Air TV show on radio, and from Human Soup with Mike and Kelsey, the most talented man in the world. Kelsey Air is here. Max Beasley is back from HBO Max and from Adult Swim. She's a comedian and a director. Max was fucking hilarious on this. Mike Burns is back, as I mentioned earlier, from Power Moves with Mike Burns and from at Dad Boner on Twitter. He was the best man in my wedding. Ricky Carmona is back. He was the officiant of my wedding. A picture is above my bed with both of these men. Too much information. (laughs) Ricky's also from Tosh.0 and the new season of Mystery Science Theater 3000. Also, Max Collins is here. First time, long time. You might know him as the lead singer of the band Eve Six with such hits as Inside Out and Here's to the Night. He's also a Twitter sensation with a surprisingly good advice column. He's Miracle Max Collins. This group was great. So without further ado, here are Kelsey, Max, Mike, Ricky, and Max. Listen as they all trickle in, and if you don't already, please click follow. Smash those stars. There was this family in my town that their house burnt down and they had all this awesome stereo equipment and CDs afterwards. And I was like, how'd you get all this? And he's like, we just told the insurance company that we had it. And I was like, did you? And he's like, no. (laughs) So insurance fraud. Yeah. like So a felony. (laughs) They did a felony. And then a little, like a year later the dude's house burnt down and like they moved, like they skipped town again. There's an old, like probably because he had a outstanding warrant for his arrest (laughs) because he committed insurance fraud, which is a felony. Hi, Ricardo. 
Oh, hello, Michael. Do you know Max Beasley? How's it going? Uh, what's up, Max? I think I've seen you uh, at Howard Kramer's walking there show. There you right? go. That would make oh, sense. Oh, yeah. Yes, I, yes, yes. I've seen I do do that you, very often. Good to see you as well. Oh, you're fine right that. Is that. Is that better? Yeah, and also, okay. no one's, I mean, who cares? Yeah, it's a, it's a podcast, right? Yeah. It's an oral format. Audio, but you could say oral if you want. A U R A L. Or oral. I don't know what that means. It's audio. It means audio. Does it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't I've know heard what. that word, Max. I'm familiar. Why don't you guys fuck off then? <laughs> <laughs> Mike Burns. What's up? Are you in the same room as Max Beasley and it just looks like yeah. you're not? <laughs> We're across the living room from each other. That's adorable. Yeah, we're in a gallery 1988 on Sunset. Oh, say hi to Jensen for me. Hey, Max, thanks for being here. It's my pleasure, man. How are you doing? Pretty good. I just wanted to warn you, Kelsey Ayer from Local Natives is here, and he is a huge 311 fan, so he would agree with me that they are the Beatles of music. The Beatles of music. Yeah, that's a really good line. Uh, I... I too am a 311. I too am a 311 fan. Yeah, I mean, how could you? You yeah. have ears, don't you? You have a that, p- beating heart. That's what. That's what uh, we're God, doing yeah, here, right? Two of them. This is a 311 like fan club meet, right? Everyone's on board with that shit. I'm down, down, down. You, everyone's <laughs> down, or are we all mixed up? Are, are you we guys it, taking? It? I don't know what to do. Doing? I have no idea what to do. I don't just know. say yes. Say just, yes. Things are gonna get real gnarly really quick you, if we're just not all you on were, board. You were trained at Second City. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I'm I'm down two times. I'm a little mixed up, but you know, here 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 we are. I mean. 311's brought us together, and I think we're about to save some lives. <laughs> I do too. <laughs> um, I have a sore spot for 311. In college, um, some neighbor I didn't know brought over four 311 discs and was like, "Hey, man, I brought these over to we can all like enjoy them." And we all just, you know, we like Tool. I think we were into Tool and Metallica, and like, I don't think so, man. So those, yeah, 311. 311's one of those bands that in their heyday made me i couldn't stand them like that guitar tone especially just really and that i just yeah but like now when i hear those songs like i appreciate them and they sound kind of heavy like i like (laughs) they they are they are known as the tool of music (laughs) (laughs) i learned from i learned from the eve six twitter that all of tool songs are about anal sex so Pretty much. That up. Like eighty-five percent of them, probably. <laughs> I believe that. It's a good percentage. We can start, I guess. Uh, icebreaker question for the panel: Worst show you've ever had? What is the worst show that you can be like? That one. That is the one. Like, uh, played or been in the audience for? Oh, we let's go played on stage. You were or on flat surface for the comedians it's not yeah. well, not all the stages to go around all right i got one for you okay i'm ready um this would have been the year 2000 maybe 2001 thereabouts uh we're touring for our second record which is uh 
very much a pop record standard tunings uh and uh not at all kind of like in sync with what's happening at rock radio at the time which is uh you know new metal papa roach limp biscuit hell yeah oh kid rock (laughs) and uh we're, we're we're playing a festival in a radio festival in phoenix with all of the bands that i just mentioned it was kid rock papa roach limp biscuit uh I forget, but like, so you get the vibe and then Eve six and uh, needless to say, like the crowd hated us. And (laughs) wow, we were, when we were used to at this point, you know, like uh, fielding, you know, the plastic Bud Light bottles and stuff like that, that would bring down on the stage. But like (laughs) this, this crowd got a hold of bags of ice. Oh God. Um, I don't know how they did it. They found like this, you know, these surplus bags of ice and started throwing ice at us. And, uh, mo- you know, most of the ice missed, but some of it did. Like, a piece of ice hit me above the eye. And I was oh, like, shit. fuck. And then I noticed that I was, I was bleeding. I could, like, feel it coming down my face. No, we're, we're singing probably like Here's to the Night. I don't know remember what song it was, but it was, uh, yeah, that sucked. Oh, my God. That yeah. sounds awful. Wow. Kelsey, have you yeah. opened for Puddle of Mud or like um, uh, any of the Cut My Life into Pieces groups or whatever? No, no. I, it is it is amazing that that shit is coming back. I uh, So last year, the label that Local Natives is on uh, signed Corn. <laughs> and they and they put out the new corn album and i'm talking to like people at my label they're talking about doing with them and and i have i okay i'm coming back I'm right back <laughs> <laughs> he's getting jonathan davis he's, corn. <laughs> he's, he's right hold Jonathan, on he's putting on the mask <laughs> he's we got need, we need unintelligible chant singing really fast come on come on over here uh no so they my label gave me a bag of corn coffee whoa <laughs> pre pre-ground late capitalism uh, comes for everybody the, yeah is there the, the, uh, is there meth in it <laughs> yeah. flavor dark, crystals just dark roast just dark yeah. brown roast. <laughs> the, the corn coffee instagram account has eighteen thousand followers this is my god and no bots they're, they're, no bots this is a serious venture uh, i just love my life coming full circle because i was a huge corn fan were you a Wait, huge corn fan what, what band are you yeah, yeah. what's that what band are you in uh we're called local natives oh cool cool i've heard of this oh cool awesome hell yeah my worst time on stage was i played a, it was when we were really early on and uh we were playing silver lake lounge already I, already okay you're in <laughs> i'm already in i was just i was young i was a young gun i didn't know what i was doing really and uh i've been partying all weekend we had this big showcase for like a bunch of labels and industry people and we play this show at silver lake lounge yeah 
Huh. I mean, it was like really early on, and yeah, I don't know. It was a small, small club gig, but I so like my keyboard breaks, like stops working. Our amps kind of like stop working. I forget all the lyrics to like the o- one of the only songs we have at this point. Like five fucking songs, and I can't remember the lyrics to one of them, and it just goes horribly wrong. And I and I went in our van next door that was in the parking lot, and I cried for twenty minutes. Oh shit! And I was just I was just devastated, and it's just it's just so funny to think back now how much uh, you know you didn't need to be that upset. You're how much? Like okay. It's yeah. all right. So- yeah. So oh, I I hear that. It's funny how like. Uh, when shit like that goes wrong, stuff that you have no influence over, really. I mean, you do to an extent, but you can't control shit breaking or whatever, you know, uh, gear not working. But, like, you really do feel like a fucking failure, don't you? Like, yeah. When, <laughs> oh, yeah. It really, like, so, uh, some ancient existential shit or something. It just makes you feel, like, feel awful. But, uh... But yeah, it happens, man. The show must go on. So I don't yeah, want to. I don't want to top the the musicians, but people actually like music. So for the comedians, um... <laughs> <laughs> I did a show at the Milwaukee Comedy Cafe. I don't know if you guys are. Do you guys remember that? Okay, that the two we're... guys that ran this were like Samoans who pretended they were in the mafia. I was about to say that was the mafioso. Club. Okay. Yes. 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 And it was the Friday night show. And uh, I was like super hyped because it was like one of the first clubs to book me. And at like my energy on stage is like happy. Oh, this is dope. And the crowd was like not feeling me at all. They were like, they just they just didn't want a smiley motherfucker on stage. I was like, I would like tell a joke and then like, smiley motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. There's never like, been a no, more no smiling. Of you <laughs> no, no smiley motherfuckers here tonight. Uh. I would tell a joke and then like not get a laugh. And then I would like question the joke on stage. Like I just started sweating. How many years in? Uh, I want to say like two or three. I want to say like two or three years in. How much time were you doing? 20 minutes not good that's way too soon <laughs> not to good. Be doing 20 at a club and uh and they bumped me off the second show they put somebody else on oh, no. and i was just like crushed but i was there for the weekend so fucking the next Ooh. night on saturday i was like all right i'm not gonna be fucking smiley i'm gonna be i'm gonna fucking deliver these jokes but i'm going to like hit you with these jokes and then I was like, I think I think I might be the greatest comedian of all time tonight. I think this is like the nice. best thing I've ever done. It was the smiling. They're like, no smiling. Dude, like, I, I think sometimes it's like one of the things I learned, like, oh, man, you can't just like go on stage starting off at like a thousand the way I do. Like, people will just be like, hey, 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 so we, we, we're still hey. getting our drinks. Well, is that is that true? For Have you found that to be true for all the Sometimes. shows you've done? Or like all of them. It depends on the town. New York is like a New York is a very like you have to go up there and you can't do jokes right away or they'll be like, hey, 
Like, you got to be yeah. like, mm, hey, this is stupid, right? Like, look at this right. dumb shit over here. You can't do jokes right away when you're doing comedy in New York. <laughs> have you what? seen a New York comic in L.A.? They're like, they always have to do, like, the, the same thing. They yeah, they're like, not very funny. <laughs> they don't tell jokes. They don't even hump any bar stools like L.A. comics. That's what I want. <laughs> they don't talk about dating enough. <laughs> last night this is uh, the only the comedians will care about this but last night nick vaderat did a dating is hard bit where he's like in your 20s you're like you know i gotta get out there in my 30s uh you're like i'll take anybody he keeps going by decade till he gets to 120 <clears throat> people are like on the floor and then he goes and then he's like then you go off in outer space right and he goes into the <laughs> thousands it's it's like it it's one of the craziest Nick Vader bits I've ever seen. I saw it last night. I just wanted you to know that that existed. Mike Burns, I, uh, I, oh Beasley, go ahead. I saw. Well, I this is not about me necessarily, but uh, the night of the greatest set of my life, I saw one of my like comedy heroes have the worst set of their life. Who are you going to say who it is? Uh, it I was in town in Denver doing some road gigs and. That's where I started comedy. And uh, this guy, Nathan Lund, was like a big guy when I started there. And I got on, it was like this little underground club, and I had like the best set of my life. And then he went on, and he was wearing a shirt that said, Denco Sucks, uh, which was about Denver County Jail, but it just looked like it said Denver Sucks, you know? And this guy threw a full pint glass as hard as he could at Lund, and it hit him like right in the forehead Ooh. while he was doing it. Dude, someone set. threw a pint glass at me because I said something about a neighborhood in Chicago. Yeah. What is are, going on? People get really pissed if you insult their neighborhood, I guess. It, it was, was Bridgeport. Insane. If anybody, it was Bridgeport today. I, I was going to say, what were you, Cicero? <laughs> yeah, Cicero so that was, that was brutal. He had to like... Because the guy was trying to fight him after the set too. He had to like hide behind the bar He'll until the fight guy... for Denver. Yeah, yeah, right. They didn't kick out the guy that threw a pint glass. At the... <laughs> they kicked him out, but he was waiting outside, like on the street, waiting for Nathan to leave. It was nuts. That's and how... I was on top of the world. I'm like, I just crushed. Yeah. What did your shirt say? Good about Denver. I don't remember. That's the but key. Uh, I did suck that guy's dick after the show to calm him down. I mean, you got to, you got yeah. to put on some tool. <laughs> yeah, cloud nine burns. Yeah. I think I've been the, to some of these. Uh, which is several, your? There, yeah, there are several. Well, the first one, my band, uh, Disturbed. You might have heard of the song called. <laughs> We had, a little, yeah. we had a little song called The Sickness, you might have heard. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we're opening for Seven Dust at the Muskegon County Fair. Wow. So, I've anyway, seen Seven is, Dust. None of this I have true. seen Seven Dust live. <laughs> I, um, what should I tell the Andy Dick story? Andy Dick stage? story is pretty fun. Or the, co- or the cops, Chicago cops story. Or. Wait, what's the Chicago cops story? Do I know this one? Um, there were a bunch of uh, guys in this small bar in Chicago and they're in the back of the room and we're doing a comedy club and they're playing pool and they start yelling some really racist shit to Hannibal, who's a very small time comic at this point. Hannibal was just an open micer and it was, it was awful. And I go on stage and I'm like, brand new Hannibal is brutal too. 
I'm I'm very I'm uh, with a few pops in me. In those days, I could tend to be very vulgar and very loud and very fast. And I lit those into, days. <laughs> I lit Not into now. this whole back room of these tough-looking Chicago guys, and I'm like, "Yeah, see, that's what you get." You know, like I say every filthy, nasty thing I can that's gonna emasculate them in a very quick time. And then after this happens, someone comes up to me and says, "You have to leave." Like they're gonna fuck you up. Do you know who those yeah. are? Those are those are all Chicago detectives. They're going to fuck you up when you walk out of here. Uh. So I had to get walked out. I think it was it wasn't a Holiday Club. It was some other bar that was a Dave Odd production. Oh, super. Anyway, I had to get had to get walked out the back room and like get into my car and go. There's this happened twice. There's another incident at the at the improv oh, the Hollywood. on Hollywood. I was there for this one. And I'd gone through a rough breakup and I kept getting my set bumped over and over and over again. And I sat at the bar and I was drinking scotch and I was in a bad headspace. And I went up there with a bee in my bonnet to set it on fire in the first place. But the guy ran the light so many times for his buddies that were in the audience that when I went up, this is like 1230 at night, I'm done with being at this fucking comedy club. I say a bunch of of horrible things to this table of of a huge table 10 12 people that are all there to see this guy that i just torched was immediately when i walk up there and they had to flash the light get me off stage i walk out i sign my bar tab to this bartender i don't like in the tip slot fuck you and then there's 12 <laughs> dudes waiting outside on the sidewalk in front of the hollywood improv Brido has to go down. The, they try to walk me down the street to jump me. Brido has to try and run interference. I go back into the bar. I'm like, these guys are going to fuck me up. Unfortunately, I told the bartender to fuck himself. So he's like, <laughs> I don't care. Get the fuck out, Mike. I run out into traffic on Hollywood. Oh, is it Sunset Hollywood? Um that's on uh, Hollywood. The improv is on, on, the improv on, is on Melrose. On, Melrose. It's on called Melrose. the Melrose Improv. What am I? What is wrong with me? Sorry. <laughs> so I run out and I just stand there until a cab comes at me so I can stop the cab and I jump in and I leave Brido. I got in that cab though. I, I Carl did, did Lewis that. Yeah. I Usain <laughs> bolted because they were like, where's your buddy? Where's your boy? Where's your boy? And I was like, and this is fat, drunk me. And I, that's the fastest I've ever run from these fellas who are so upset. I have a show that I have a show the next day I go back to do the show and they meet me at the door and they ban me from the club for three months so not only did I almost get jumped and stomped outside of a comedy club but I get banned from the place because I said naughty things to people who deserve it. I had to slap a 50 50 dollar bill down on the bar and I go I'm sorry he goes well, okay. And then that was the end of that. <laughs> I did go back and find that bartender three months later, and I did give him $50. So I, I walked up and I said, hey, I was an asshole. It wasn't you. And I said, we even now? And the guy's like, yeah, we're fucking even. So Great. Dude, that, that, re- that reminds me of one. Can I go to? Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Please. This is at another radio festival. I forget where. I want to say somewhere on the East Coast. We've already done our set. I'm I'm like blind drunk uh, and like like 
I, I was like walking across the stage for for uh, Fuel's set as they were playing, just kind of sauntering across their stage with like my bottle and just being an asshole. Um, and then Stains took the stage and I thought it would be f- funny and I wasn't wrong. Uh, <laughs> 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 to, uh, to climb the stage left PA wing, which is like pretty high up uh during their set so like i'm i'm on the stage i i climb it i get to the top of the stage left pa wing and i started kind of like miming the singer of stained <laughs> <laughs> and, and uh and i'm feeling pretty good about myself i think it's pretty funny i have some people like oh shit and and uh and then all of a sudden i get yanked off by like my pants Oh, um, no. Oh, God. Pulled down. I land on my back. Oh. And, and Stained had fucking security, you know? And, like, so they, like, muscled me out, threw me out uh, into the backstage area or whatever. Um, so, you know, I eventually I pass out on the bus. I, I wake up the next day to my tour manager probably like noon or something he's like uh just so you know man there's about eight to ten guys standing outside the bus right now ready to beat the mortal shit out of you like we had a fucking show with stains the next day and i i didn't know it and uh (laughs) don't make fun of the it's been a while guys (laughs) so i like lumbered off the bus i'm all like bleary eyed and looking like shit and I walked up to him and I was like, look, <laughs> it, nothing personal. I was really wasted. I was acting like an idiot. I, I'm sorry about that. Uh, and the singer like glowered at me and he was like, you fucking better be. And the guitar, oh, player, no. oh, guitar player was really good. The guitar player was like, man, don't worry about it, dude. We fucking, we've all been there. Funny, whatever. Uh, but yeah, that was my, my close encounter with fucking... New metal. Uh, Got beat up by shit. stained. <laughs> Didn't you get quoted in Nookie? Like, isn't that like a new metal like thing you can hang your hat on? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I do. I'm pretty. I'm pretty proud of that, actually. <laughs> uh, yeah. He he uh, he used the heart in a blender lyric in a song, and uh, I randomly happened to be like at the same restaurant as him one night and ended up in the bathroom next to Fred Durst. We're like pissing at adjacent urinals. And he was like, Hey man, I use your, your lyric in a song. And I was like, yeah, I know it's fucking all over the radio, dude. (laughs) (laughs) He goes up to George Michael. Hey man, I covered faith. You remember that song, George? Do you remember that? That Their version of that song is fucking sick. Uh, I love that version. I do too. I also love Behind Blue Eyes. Like, I'm not going to pretend like I don't think that that one's good too. Oh, Rhino and I had this moment after that Lollapalooza documentary where it paints Limp Biscuit fans and Limp Biscuit in a pretty negative light. But it's we watched that and we're like, 
started listening to Lip Biscuit hits like for a few days afterwards. Like, hey, some of these kind of fucking, you know, brings back a feel. I <laughs> liked them. I liked them fine back then. I don't know. Like, <laughs> oh, for like a for like a week after I was going to the gym listening to break stuff. <laughs> sure. When they- I have a I have a, co- a comedy comedian friend who matched with Fred Durst on a dating app <laughs> wow. and came to me and they were like, should I fuck Fred Durst? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like a hundred percent. Yes. I would fuck Fred Durst for you. If you for the no. story. Yeah. For the story. I for mean, the nookie. for the nookie. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. <sighs> it's a story that you would, no one would, rarely be able to top like right in the mid right during during this if you just oh yeah i forgot so one time i fucked fred right exactly and it's so concise and clean too it's you know such an easy thing to say and immediately be cool (laughs) immediately be cool (laughs) one time i fucked eagle eye cherry dog it was wild you know but like it was all good i had a joke way with buck cherry I wanted to to fuck Michael Jordan because no matter what, I would always win at any party in a storytelling circle. (laughs) Yeah, man, I was in Iraq and we had to kill like 40 people. I saved eight buddies. I've got like, you know, a couple purple hearts. And it was I'd be like, yeah, that's great, pal. But uh, let me tell everyone about the time I sucked Michael Jordan's dick. (laughs) That is a mic I think drop, that that I honestly think that like one of the only clips I've heard of Howard Stern in the past 10 years this woman was on who had sex with Michael Jordan and Tiger Woods and that was like her the only reason she was on the show I think Very cool. <laughs> That's a good claim to fame. I'm pretty sure I sucked off Lenny Kravitz. You're pretty sure. <laughs> I mean, there was a guy wearing leather pants at the metro station the other day. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that got me. That got oh, me. Yeah. Will you do yeah. your Red Hot Chili Peppers joke real, just real quick? I enjoy a Red Hot All Chili right. Peppers joke. Uh, I don't have health insurance, so I, the only place that would see me was a Red Hot Chili Peppers urgent care. <laughs> what? Uh, the guy there said that my blood sugar was low, but my sex magic was off the charts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That one and Jim Hamilton's uh, Chili Pepper song joke are my favorite. What's his joke? My day was like a Red Hot Chili Pepper song. Not good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So simple. Uh, Elon Musk bought a bunch of Twitter. Uh, cool. You guys like think he's pretty cool? Twitter's on its last legs. You think so? <laughs> it's not what it it's not what it was used for previously that i enjoyed now it's just complaining everything you have is from twitter right uh, it was cool then uh. <laughs> it was funny <laughs> now i just use it now i just like hey winning times fucking rock and roll right? i saw what that tweet I, i'm gonna like that yeah, tweet but, but that's it it's just like why even bother <laughs> trying to be funny there's no in between you're, you're you're absolutely right dude it's either people like loving the thing that they love or yesterday I went on for like a hot second and there was somebody on there who was like, if you're a Christian, you can eat my ass. For Easter. <laughs> and it's like, all right, what, 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 what am I doing here? We're this done is, with you. What's wrong with that tweet? 
<laughs> I, uh, I went viral on Twitter for the first time the other day, and uh, it was the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my life. What was your Twitter? <laughs> what, would it, what was your tweet? I just posted a meme from like 10 years ago, and it got like 85,000 likes, and it was the truly a nightmare. I never want to go viral again. <laughs> Max Collins, you've gone viral on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes for complaining, too. I do, I do a fair share of crying on there. But I try to do like, I try to keep it to like 15% crying and then whatever the rest of the math is, just kind of like inane shit. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, going viral absolutely is a curse. I mean, it's fucking terrible. Like there's no, just insane people yeah. come out of the woodwork and you just got to negotiate that or not. You can't. Don't, you know? You can't not look at it. You cannot look at the car crash of people yeah. trashing yeah. you or digging stuff up. You, you can, you can, you can be like, I'm not even going to look at that shit, man. That's like, but you do. You have to. There's like a ceiling of dopamine too that you get from it, where like right. once you hit a certain amount of likes or whatever, that's the amount of like happy you'll feel from yes. it, and then everything after that just kind of like pisses you off. Yes. That is hey. my experience also. And I've not even gotten 85,000. I think well, like not that that is even that much, but that was definitely the most I've ever gotten and it was just like when Norm McDonald was blowing up for like a week and when, I just wanted it to I thought about deleting the tweet and then I'm like the only way I get hired to write on a show is if I have a viral tweet, so I should keep it up. When, you 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 had a good one. I I went viral one time. And it was from, it, and that really sucked. It was the day before the 2018 election, either 2018 or 2020. And I put out some fucking earnest shit that was like, remember how you felt the day after Trump won or something uh, a bunch of times. And I was like, yeah, that's great. And then, and then a bunch of MAGA people were like, yeah, I felt fucking awesome. Uh, and it, uh, and, and it <laughs> out of the woodwork to tell me, like, yeah, I can't wait for tomorrow. Yeah, but at least you went to, well, you're from Orange County, so maybe half those people, like, from your high school were Trump people. Other people were, like, from Russia and shit. And, like, <laughs> just yeah. bots. And, like, Russian bots. Yeah. And, like, this I grew up in Iowa, man. My, the, I know Trump people. And it's like they will comment and be like, also, here's something very specifically shitty about you from high school. We, we can get a Trump person on the phone. I can get my dad on, like, any tax. Like, <laughs> Throw him in the Zoom. Hit him up. You call him the boat? Yeah. <laughs> my dad yeah. lives on a boat. Oh, that's dope. Like Kelsey, are you, Kelsey, are you drinking corn bucha now? Corn bucha. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. <laughs> what you else? You guys don't have a corn supermarket in your neighborhood. <laughs> I would go to it if they did. Well, Mike's <laughs> from Iowa. That's what all of them were. Right. Yeah. Except no, ours would be corn, Slipknot. Corn... Ours would be Slipknot uh, themed. From Ballad, no, C O R N, you dumb shit. I get it, and I and I went past it. Oh, okay. No sold me. All right. Happy to be here. I just... <laughs> I teed up your one joke. I can't do it every time. 
I, uh, I tweeted I tweeted at Brooks Whelan. You guys all know Brooks. Burns used to live with him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think I knew that. Uh, but uh, I did a screenshot of a local native's pitchwork review that was 6.3. And uh, the new Red Hot Chili Peppers review that was 6.2. I saw this. I saw this. And I said, Brooks, <laughs> Brooks, I'm sorry. We are better than Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> <laughs> they they proved we proved they proved it you know they said it not me you know are they still mean pitchfork that's how life goes are they still I don't, mean? mean i don't know they just they have so much power and like they 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 say how they feel and uh you know if they like you they're pretty cool if they don't like you they fucking suck <laughs> so, i don't know their bad reviews are so good i mean they they really they really are the the jet the jet review did you see yeah, that one yeah that one's great that review seemed uh, only to the Greta Van Fleet review okay <laughs> mm-hmm. both fantastic oh amazing I gotta I check, to check those that out. out yeah there was there was one musician I forget who it was but they got a zero on Pitchfork and then they like quit making music <laughs> for like a long time oh man that's so that's so brutal because if you get a really low score you are do you are doing something right you i think agree. So? It's like a medium score it's ah. whatever you get a mm-hmm. big a high score oh or it's a low score. oh it's like pro wrestling sure <laughs> yeah okay exactly oh yeah like it's like if if you inspire loathing or like adoration yeah you know you're doing something uh, right yeah uh, it's like so it's so it is exactly it's rick flair like a zero <laughs> is kind of a badge of honor i would think yeah well you have to be you have to be big enough for them to take the time to do it mm-hmm. so like right the fact that like someone quit i would feel really bad if they picked on some some nobody it was like this music fucking sucks yeah and then they quit like I want to know who it was. Like I read like a Dave Eggers or, or Chuck Klosterman. He wrote like in the, some book that I stole from Burns, honestly, that he was like Coldplay is the worst band of all time. And I was like, how is that possible? Like that's it's the Cocoa Puffs one. Yeah, he says it in that fucking Cocoa Puffs book. Not even close. Right. It's like, how is that anyway? They might be the most famous bad band of all time, but they're not the worst band of all time. That's on that's on Clocks Rips, and you know it. You know it. <laughs> I love Coldplay, but I am also aware that they're bad. <laughs> I, I mean, that's there. how I am with most things. I I like I I I like the Van Halen uh, the single off the Van Halen album that has Gary Sharon. Gary Sharon. <laughs> Without you is a good song. And it has incredible uh, bluesy Eddie Van Halen riffs in it that are incredible. And it shouldn't be all just written off. I know it's <laughs> shit, but I like it, and I don't fucking mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. I know Fruit Loops are shit to eat. I like Fruit Loops. What's the know? worst? What's the worst uh, song that you actually think is great? I'll go uh, Lola Montez by um, who fucking sings that song? Uh, Volbeat. That's Volbeat. That song rules so hard. It's the best butt metal song of all time. Yeah, I mean, every- I just know, like, like just going off of Gary Sharon, I, I will never do it in public, but I bump the fuck out of Wholehearted by Extreme when I'm alone at home. Like, I play <laughs> How about More Than Words? How about More Than Words? More Than Words? You can fuck right. off, Ricky. It's just, like, a little too slow. Wholehearted it's a good, slash, it's, son. It's, it's a little too good. Streets. 
honestly. It, it, More Than Words is song. pretty good. Queen, it's like that, what was that Queensryche song? Oh, Silent uh, Lucidity. Yes. Great song. Great <laughs> song, but I can't really like put my back into that, you know? You don't fuck to, to, to Queensryche. Like, it's it's yeah. the beautiful thing about being in your mid-40s, Ricky, is I don't give a fuck. Absolutely. What it, about, like, I, I got the windows Max down Beasley's 22 Max. years old. That's not true. I'm not. You can judge us. <laughs> no, I feel the same way. Uh, I, the first one that came to mind for me was Blue by Eiffel 65. The Are you Abadi- me? The Abadi Da song? Which is a horrible I, song, but I have I so many memories tied into that. But Kelsey, do you like that song? I was about to bring up that song. And do you know that there's a documentary on making that song, and it's these two like French producers who... I can't even like make up how jokey they are. They, like, Didn't someone sample that and it was like for something else? Or am I thinking of the Rihanna "Live Your Life" song? Oh, the Numa Numa song. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. That's what I'm thinking yeah. of. Sorry. Numa the other Numa. one that came to mind for me was "Blurry" by Puddle of Mud. How's that one go? That's that. Can you take it all away? Oh yeah, that song's that fine. Song. That song's alright. Yeah. That yeah. song's alright. Right. I like the <laughs> harmonics in that song. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> the harmonics really sell it, Kelsey. I'm That's just saying, true. when you sing that, it sounds pretty good. So I don't know if you want to add that to anything. Everyone is mad. Honestly, "Higher" by Creed kind of slaps too. Oh shit, Creed! It's a whole new genre. Oh. I want them to release their Marlin song. What's that? Oh, oh yeah. You, yeah. You know, so Scott Stapp, uh, I don't think Creed was doing well at this point. <laughs> so he sang, he he wrote like a theme song, like rile em up song for the My, the, the baseball the Marlins. team. Marlins? Wow. The baseball team. Yeah. Hey, man, Eddie um, Vedder did it for the Cubs. Eddie Vedder Prince did it for the Cubs. did it for the Vikings. Prince did it for the Vikings? He did, yeah. Wait, do you think I, Purple I Rain is about the Vikings? <laughs> I thought I Would Die For You was about the Vikings. <laughs> Didn't Hootie and the Blowfish do one for the Dolphins? Oh. Did they? No. Possible. Anything's possible. <laughs> I did one for the Dodgers, and then they told me to leave their office. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Not very nice. You should call the Angels. <laughs> I will, will not say... Yeah, I should have gotten the Anaheim Angels. Mm. Yeah, it's Kelsey, Max, Mike, Ricky, and Max. Please click follow if you haven't already, and give me all of the stars in the review. There's still more show, but if you want a video of this panel and video of every panel since March of 2020, that is on the show's Patreon. The web address for the Patreon is patreon.com slash Brido, B-R-I-D-O. There are World Series reviews. There's 51 Chicago history bonus shows. I posted a second sample chapter of my book this week. That, again, is patreon.com forward slash Brido. If you want even more of me, I've been co-hosting Power Moves with Mike Burns wherever you're listening to this. And if you want to see me do stand-up comedy in Los Angeles, the next fable after the one I'm doing tonight as I record this on the 20th of April 420 
as Nick Vaderock, Greg Edwards, Lizzie Cooperman, and James Fritz. Okay, we'll get right back to the show after a brief word from our sponsors. This show was brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Urbandale, Iowa. Learn to defend yourself. Get back in shape with black belt instructor and bona fide hunk, JJ motherfucking bar. He's been on the show. If you're in the Des Moines area, stop getting your ass kicked. Go, go, platter the fuck out of life until it taps. No coast Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Tell them Brido sent you. What is the best way to handle the streaming wars? Judge all the content against each other. The Buffer Battle podcast does just that. Joel and Tony are former radio co-hosts who pit two relevant pieces of content against each other every week to determine the winner of the week. From documentaries to dumb sitcoms, these two will help you decide who wins. And at the end of each month, they throw it all into a no-holds-bars cage match to see who wins the month. Often joined by special guests, including your boy Brido, to help decide the winners tournament style. These guys have fun making fun of themselves and keep their passions for film and TV alive during this podcast. Tony's a film nerd. Joel is a music geek and they aren't shy about their opinions. Listen to the Buffer Battle podcast anywhere you download your podcast. Hi, this is Dustin with None Taken Podcast and I have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. Hey, this is Alan with None Taken and I also have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. And you clearly listen to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine, so maybe you'll like our show too. We post weekly episodes recapping current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal lives. Give us a listen. You can find us wherever you found Hunk with Mike or go to our website, nuntakenpod.com. And now back to the world's greatest panel. Fuck yeah. All right, cool. <laughs> These guys fuck. <laughs> Thank you, Dustin and Alan. Those guys fuck. Thank you, Dustin and Alan. You know it's going to be 420 because those guys fuck. That doesn't make sense. Okay, now here's the thrilling conclusion of Kelsey, Max, Mike, Ricky, and Max. Please click follow. Oh, I saw a headline on Twitter that said, should they, should generations not be a thing? Like how, that it's stupid to lump people in who are born within the same 20 years of each other into the same thing. Was that article written by a boomer? I, <laughs> boomers are taking some shit. I think it was a Gen X person, which is what I am. I'm the end of that. As a millennial, and Max, are you a millennial as well? I'm a millennial cusp. Millennial cuck? He said cuck. <laughs> yeah, I'm a millennial cuck. No, I, I'm literally on the... I just made millennial. If I was born, like... Congratulations. A few months later, I would be Gen Z, but I'm millennial. I feel like my millennial response to this question is like... Uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's a pretty millennial attitude. Yeah, that is a good one. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. I, don't, I have no idea, like, when those what those names and labels apply to like i don't know marketing probably yeah i don't know i grew up in the 80s and that's it i don't fucking know i don't need a label on it you're gen x you're gen x that's that's how i that's how i quantify it too like in the fucking 80s i loved he-man and in the 90s i loved hip-hop and fucking pearl jam and like that sounds pretty cool we were gonna get along and if you weren't it was like all right well then i'll see you when i see you 80s is cool sports, cool toys, 
a lot yeah. of Motley Crue, a lot of metal, and then 90s is all hip-hop for me and Air Jordans, and then yeah, that's I was gonna it. Say, and, then, and, Jordan, and then I don't give a fuck about anything after that. <laughs> Whoever made that after Jordan later, crying meme, I'm not in that after, generation. After 98, I, I kind of just that, got stuck in, in uh, purgatory of life. I'm, just, I'm this fully formed person, and I'm stuck this way. Yeah. That, that's the hear- difference, though, because like in the 80s, that's what you guys liked. And I think it is different for generations because the 80s for me, I like soft foods. I like <laughs> milk. <laughs> I like I being like just kind of taken care of and having my needs met. Not real a go getter. Yeah. Not really. Well, Kelsey, I saw that tweet of person. yours from 2018, and it seems like you're still into that. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding, J.K. J.K. Kelsey likes Ninja Turtles. That's what in the eighties. I was into uh, flying around in my dad's ball sack. (laughs) Even younger, even younger. Incredible. Okay, this woman. Here's a news story for you. Do you ever think about? Sorry. Do you ever think about how you were never uh, the cum that got out when your dad masturbated? I've never had that thought, but thank you. Like survivor's guilt. Yeah, like think of how many of your brethren your there brethren. were in all the times your dad nutted and you were never that. You survived hundreds oh, well, and hundreds of mass evacuations. The odds right. are staggering. Yeah, the odds are off it's the It's pretty charts. insane to think about, just saying. Would you say that we're all God's miracle? Would you say that? <laughs> Would you say, I don't know. <laughs> okay, this speaking of God's miracle, this woman in Tarzana put $40 into a lottery uh vending machine at a Vons. And someone bumped into her and she hit the wrong thing. She wanted to buy a bunch of scratchers. She hit the $30 scratcher, was pissed off, went into her car, scratched it. This was last week. Won $10 million. Damn. Yeah. Cool. What is the luckiest thing like that that has ever happened to you <laughs> has anything crazy lucky happened to you i guess i i my wife was gonna throw away a painting uh when we moved and i sold it for seventy five hundred dollars that was uh the craziest thing that's oh i remember that yeah, yeah probably the you're still living on that money yeah, that's that's uh, <laughs> gotta stretch it. It's still ten million short of what this woman won, but <laughs> I feel lucky every time I find money. I don't think there's a feel. There's a, there's certain feelings that are 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 rare. One is like pulling a baby tooth out. Like it feels like it's a. You can picture it, right? That stingy. It's almost yeah, a yeah. good hurt. Yeah, it's yeah. When you pull, it's like when you pull a hangnail out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Catching a catching I, a fish when you get a fish. I on still the pull line. my teeth out. <laughs> oh, you got to. You got to yeah, pull yeah. them out. In my what dreams. What the hell is all this gross shit you guys are talking about? They get, they it's get a generational. Thing. Sorry, we're not talking about what your dad anymore. Sorry, talk about Max's dad. Yeah, talk dad's about balls. something cool like my dad's fucking <laughs> semen shooting out his penis hole. <laughs> not this gross shit like hangnails. And... <laughs> But, Whatever uh, the fuck. Gen Gen Z thinks different stuff is gross, you guys. I'm millennial. Gen Jizz. Cum is fine. It's fine. We don't make fun of cum. Much respect to cum. No, and you find money. Like you find it like I found a hundred dollar bill I, on the ground in Chicago once and I still remember that day. I still yeah, think about it. I found a twenty the other day. And you see it like from ten feet away and you go into this panic mode. Like someone else is going <laughs> to grab it. So you run up and you stomp on it as hard as you can. 
and then it's that's your fucking 20 and i, I don't think any do you stomp on it are, in case somebody does the fishing line thing that like yes you have to yes okay, yeah. you might get you don't want to be a fool on some prank show you don't want to get you don't want to get if got. I can be, uh, if I can be genuine and, and earnest and honest, uh, you all, both Mike's, you, you know, uh, my, my, my family background, my parents, they're uh, immigrants. Uh, my parents won the lottery. They did? Uh, they did, yeah. I didn't know I that. I know. I don't tell this story a lot. Uh, my parents I, won how uh, much? the lottery. Uh, it was about $175,000. What? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And it was. And where do they live? What's the address? <laughs> <laughs> and that was. Kelsey, you can be happy there. One's Colombian. Yeah, my mom's Colombian. Colombia! Azuga! <laughs> hey! Amazing. That's what's up. And it was. I'm half, half Colombian. Yes, son. Yeah. That's what's up. <laughs> it was two years before my dad passed. So it was like for two years, they got to fucking live it up. Yeah. And they gave, they gave me a little bit of cheddar. That's what helped me move to like Los Angeles. Wow! Sleep on your guys' couch for for a while. Amazing. <laughs> so like, Are you guys all in LA? Mm-hmm. We're in LA now, but I know I know the Mikes back from uh, Chicago. I'm from Chicago originally. Burns, you're in Michigan, right? Yeah. I am. In, I am in beautiful Saginaw, Michigan. But Burns was in LA. Yes. I won 200. Well, uh, when I was in high school, I had a an I, I heart Glendale bumper sticker on my station wagon, 1982 Pontiac Parisian station wagon. Fuck yes. And, and, uh, and like, I mean, the car was like really beat up. The taillight was duct taped on and, uh, uh, no rear view mirror. Cause a pigeon hit my windshield one day and knocked the rear view mirror off. Oh, and I, I never put it back on. And there was like a chewing gum collection on the uh, on the roof because <laughs> yeah. you say the roof. And, uh, and anyway, I thought this Glendale sticker was funny. It was really big, and it was on the back back of my car. And I didn't know that there was like a contest that the Glendale uh, I don't know newspaper or something. I don't know. I don't even know what it was was running. And then one day I saw a photograph of my car. Um, in the newspaper and it said whoever's car this is come to this address to pick up your $200 and it was like some random like giveaway thing for people with iHeart Glendale stickers um, so I won 200 bucks that's the closest I've ever come to like a it's amazing a hell yeah. yeah that's awesome yeah. whoa I, I, that's awesome I'll tell you about the luckiest day I've ever had and it's gonna start kind of odd because it doesn't sound like that lucky but I was in fourth grade <laughs> And uh, we, we, there's like an open courtyard and there's, there's these two doors to get into my homeroom. And so we would switch rooms between like different like classes or whatever. So we're in this in room, fourth grade in fourth grade, waiting for the fifth grade teacher to come teach us math. Like the fourth grade teacher goes teach us something else. So we're there and there's nothing going on. And this kid, Jeffrey Davidson starts putting out some breadcrumbs to get some pigeons to come inside the class. <laughs> And we were like, oh, can we get them in? And so we got pigeons in there. And we are like, this is sick. And then uh, the teacher came back. And, and we were like, oh, get them out, get them out. So, so Jeffrey's getting the pigeons out. I closed this door. Hey. Oh, sorry. My dog's yelling at me. I closed the door. I walk around to close the other door. But one of the pigeons hadn't gone out yet. And the pigeon, like, flies up. And then it smashes into the frame of the door. 
and the door and and the the janitor Luis came over and picked up the the the, the bird and the bird's neck kind of like fell over and it was dead and all all the kids were like oh my god and they had like counseling classes and kids were crying and shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> but, but Millennials. Bunch of pussies. Yeah. Right. It's just it was, a stupid bird. Who gives a was, shit? It was the luckiest day uh, of my life, basically, because I love killing pigeons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you discovered a kink. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Instant bulge, instant like, what is this feeling? I had, I, I was like thinking Damn. about it for weeks and weeks. I'm actually oh, mad at you that I fell for that. It's just amazing to find stuff that you're passionate about and like it informs your life, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You remember if the pigeon left like kind of a filmy residue on the door? <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, no, it, it was pretty clean. That's how I like it, you know. It was right. Clean, no clean up. Clean break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No proof, you know. Do you remember when uh, the baseball player Randy Johnson oh, made that it, pigeon explode when he threw oh, that pitch? Right. Yeah, it's yeah, the best. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh, they you must, that must be on. You must have a tab of that open at all times. <laughs> they interviewed him after the game. I remember it was in spring training, and they, everybody was laughing. And Randy Johnson, the scariest person I've ever seen just goes i didn't think it was funny <laughs> yeah he was really messed up about it i remember well you're, he's Honestly. right it's not it's not funny it's rather pretty sexy <laughs> <laughs> so I, i'm i'm assuming that you had uh you had intercourse with the pigeon's lifeless corpse afterwards right i mean you, you had to you had to do that right I had a really interesting relationship with Luis, the janitor, for years after that. Because he, oh, he'd bring no. me, he'd too bring quick, me any animal too quick. that was uh, that had like died or like was almost dead, so I could just finish it up and then finish myself up. Um, finish it up. So finish it up. It was finish it off. How much of this is real? Just I need to know. Any of the finishing. Because if there, do you think, Mike? I want to know if there really is a Luis and where his body is. <laughs> You think that's how I celebrated Luis's help with me? <laughs> I think I that he do that to Luis. I hope you have a code. I hope you're like Dexter. Oh, I do. <laughs> I definitely do. The the pigeon story is true. It's a hundred percent true. And I was, it's, it's true. Yeah. Uh huh. A hundred percent of the story is true. Thank you for that yeah. clarification. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, I'm going to end with this one. This might take a minute. If it does, I apologize. But I was talking with Mike Burns. We were deciding that the winner of a, like a, they say that the winner of a political race is usually the person that you'd want to have a beer with. So I found uh, a list of politicians that pretty much everybody can agree that they hate. So I wanted to see, uh, I wanted to do a quick tournament and decide who. I guess the one that you'd want to have a beer with the least, and for people like me who don't drink in the game, it's since it's pretend I drink in the game. It can be a coffee, whatever you, whatever you folks want. But this will be, be the cocaine. You can do cocaine if you want. Yeah, you can. Be, you can have. Though, a, you can have a few beers. It's not a big deal. Few yeah. beers. We'll <laughs> my, get a bottle, my, a couple whiskeys. Uh, it's not a big deal. No, you've seen me drink. It's a big deal, and I shouldn't. No, but in no, the game is. Yeah. The game Brido, is pretend. Brido, you don't you don't drink, but you can do cocaine, right? Uh, I I haven't ruled it out. I mean, <laughs> well, good. good I good, never good, had good, a problem good, good. with cocaine except for I did. 
Um, <laughs> you did. It wasn't a problem when it it was happening. It was because I couldn't right. afford it and I needed it in my body. Oh, sure. <laughs> if that's a problem. Okay, so first matchup we have Don Jr., Donald Trump Jr., or Mitch McConnell. The loser advances. Which one would you rather have the cocaine and beer with? Don. It's the funnier guy. You're going to be able to make fun of him more. Mitch McConnell's just going to be boring. At least you're going to get to see the disgustingness up close for me. So you're going to want to hang out with Don Jr. No, but I don't want to hang out with either of them. But right, but who's them, who's the least? So Mitch McConnell, everybody agree? Which one is going to give me the most takeaway entertainment is going to be Don Jr. Okay. Does anybody think that they would rather have a, the beer with Mitch McConnell? No. Okay, so McConnell advances. I have a strange feeling he's going to win this. Uh, I, have a, I have a slight ask: Can can you can I have the beer with Don Junior? But can I shake Mitch McConnell? Just shake him. <laughs> I just want to, yeah. I just want to get all his skin moving. Oh, you want to see it? Yeah, yeah. Jostle. Do you see it? He has he has some pigeon like qualities about him. Yeah. Oh, he does. Yeah. He does. If we ever get your he, painter he really moving. Does. He's a little little beakish. Little beakish. Yeah. Uh-huh. Beak, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh God. <sighs> um. Rand Paul, Lindsey Graham. Who of these two would you <laughs> what rather? Is this game. <laughs> I, just a dumb game that I invented for no reason. Basically, all these questions are just an excuse for the good stuff, like the pigeon thing. Who would have thought? Uh, what if it's when I can't tell the old two white politicians apart? Yeah, that's right. fun. <laughs> that was gonna be. I don't know. A lot of if these people I listed are... in front of me. I would be like, I, I, are you Mitch McConnell? I don't know. That's fun. <laughs> I feel like Lindsey Lindsey Graham would be fun because he. It feels like he talks. He can talk more shit easily. Yeah. Plus, like he, he has that that ladybug story. Makes him seem pretty fun. What's his ladybug story? Oh, God. Was he in the movie Ladybugs with Rodney Dangerfield? There was a story of him, a, a male sex worker came out and said that he has moles all over his taint. And the guy was like, he doesn't. and the yeah. guy was like, uh, what is that? He thought it was like shit. And Mitch McConnell goes, oh, those are just my little ladybugs. Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. Oh, what? What are you, What? Yeah, like those, he's got those. He has those big, like he has big, moles on his taint, according to this guy. Giant moles that are like. Why are you judging it, Max? I'm not judging. I'm just really <laughs> grossed out, and I was about to have some Indian food after this, and now I'm <laughs> rethinking that prospect. Just pretend it's Lenny Kravitz. <laughs> Butter chicken. That's what I called him. Butter chicken. <laughs> Who's my little butter chicken? It was just my little butter chickens. <laughs> my little butter chicken. All right, moving past Ron Paul. See, these might just be the boring ones that are moving forward. I don't know. Who would you rather not go to have a beer with? Ted Cruz, Mitt Romney. I with Ted Cruz. You would have a beer with Ted Cruz? Yeah. I think I yeah, would too. I, I think the guys that are bigger characters are also easier to gaslight and you could really fuck with them during it and like mm. overly agree with things and get them to extrapolate on crazed bullshit. So like guys like Lindsey Graham, Don Jr. And um, who's the new guy uh, that you just said? 
Oh, Ted. Wait, Mitt Romney. Ted Cruz. Ted, Ted Cruz. Cruz is a dipshit. You Ted can Cruz. you could gaslight Ted Cruz into all kinds of things for your own entertainment. Yeah, I, I would have a drink with Ted Cruz because I know he'd order one of those drinks that has one of the little umbrellas in it, and oh, I yeah. think that'd be very funny. Plus, his dad killed Kennedy, and he could tell you about it. And he's the Zodiac killer. He, yeah, he <laughs> probably has thoughts on pigeons. Wow. Marjorie Taylor he's... Greene, Hillary Clinton. That's a good uh, one. The game is to have, not to have a beer with. Whoever wins who, loses. Who you? Oh my god! I'm just telling you. I think that Marjorie Taylor Green would be a lot more fun. I'm, I'm yes. going. I'm going green. I'm going green. Yes, I actively dislike Hillary Clinton, so I don't really know who Marjorie Taylor Green is. I'm too ignorant, so I, I would. Do have you really to not know? Oh, go, have yeah. some Google fun uh, after this. I don't pay attention to. She, she's things. she's the new the new batshit. Fucking She's crazy. the craziest one. Jewish space lasers. Yeah. Did this ring a bell? She, oh wow! I, I would I would pick Hillary because I feel like Marjorie Taylor Greene would be like half a beer in and then think she could just like drop the n word in front of me. That's true. Also, like, yeah. <laughs> it's not like that, dog. It's not like that. At then all. you got that over. Now you, you can now you can lay into her. Free oh form, man, whatever you want, to do. Ricky. That's I feel like all of these people are like that. Dog. <laughs> it's hard for me to answer any of this, man, because everybody. You said Ted Cruz. I was like, I don't want to smash his fucking human yeah, face in right. head and be like you sell out bastard oh this that's cute that you hate the cuban in him this is a struggle <laughs> hillary or marjorie taylor green max collins what say you i'm gonna go marjorie taylor green i'm just for just sheer like entertainment value i feel like most of these are pretty simple like the, the one the the more blowhard kind of the personality i think Come away with more. All right, so Hillary moves like, on. Come away with more. Yeah. <laughs> Donald Trump. The... How does Hillary move on? I thought. Wait, I would. I would have Trump. a beer with Hillary because if she got drunk, maybe she'd tell me about the Lolita Express. Oh right. Do you think she knows? Oh, I bet she knows some shit about that. You think I so? Think wow. Be... She you... dropped some names. I think like six beers in or something. Okay. What's the Lolita Express? Epstein. Oh shit! Shit! It's shit, his plane. Shit. Yeah, it's his That's awesome name for his awesome plane that he had. The plane to the island. She's yeah. killed a lot of people, so she would be able to tell you about it. Uh, mm-hmm. Donald Trump, my pillow guy. <laughs> my pillow guy. My, my pillow, pillow guy. guy. You'd rather have yeah, the beer with my guy. pillow guy? Hell yeah. Yeah, the my pillow guy is gonna say some crazy shit. Yeah. Also, I don't like. I can't. I can stomach taking a photo with the my pillow guy and showing that to people because he's such a joke person. Trump seems a little he's more evil. Like perpetuating him further helps Donald Trump. But the my pillow guy, we all know he's fucking batshit nuts. And he's gonna he's got drugs on him too. He's gonna tell you insane shit. And if you could get him to do some coke or crack. Maybe yep. he has a slip, and you could watch that. Happen. He probably That's drinks. He drinks like lean. I don't do coke, but I bring a big fucking bag, <laughs> yeah. and I would do I would do lines all night long just to get the my pillow guy 
hooked out of his mind just for <laughs> my is, own entertainment. This is I'm the old. this is the dilemma for me, uh, Brido. Yeah. Because tr- Trump, I have so many questions, right? Right. But my pillow guy, maybe he's got like a pillow on. Him. Maybe I can rip Smother the pillow, it. get the feathers out, oh, put the yeah. feathers all over him, oh. and make him look like a pigeon. And <laughs> turn yeah. feather and Mike Lindell. Yeah, yeah, and then just get the ball rolling. You know? I like that. Just find, find a costume store, find a beak, get a fake beak, real beak, I don't care, and get him looking just just right okay. you know what's funny about this pigeon bit is i think pigeon might be the least fuckable animal what a rat right. they're rats with wings <laughs> yeah i don't know rats got ass though somebody fucked a bat and started this <laughs> whole thing that's right that's right that is true uh i don't tell you guys who to like you know no, and no. i don't think you can tell Love me is... who i think is extremely fuckable and because it's just to each to each their own I guess Fair so. Enough. I guess. This is millennial guy stuff. I'm staying yeah. out of it. I don't <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, George W. Bush. Nancy give you stock tips. That are things she's just I think George W. Bush is probably pretty funny. He used to own George the Texas Bush, Rangers. He owned the Texas Rangers. He owned the Texas Rangers. He's traded Sammy Sosa. I'd ask he him about that. He likes cocaine and he likes ribs. Yeah, come on now. Let's kick it. That's a good let's combo. It, let's do it on it's a Sunday. It's gotta be Bush. Okay, fine. Yeah, it's uh, obviously Bush. Bush is the Bush oh, man. I go. I gotta actually go with Pelosi. Like, uh, she's still pretty fit, you know. And yeah, that's true. She's kind of a, a <laughs> g. Uh, she's a g milf. Yeah. Yeah. Go with Pelosi. We're, we're split. Who says Bush? Who says we got? We got to go Democratic style. Max changed my mind. I want to fuck Nancy Pelosi. Okay. Yeah, do I get to fuck Nancy Pelosi? <laughs> oh, I didn't know that was an option. I thought wow. We were just, like, okay, I, like, I guess you get to fuck him now. So, okay, so. <laughs> that changes everything, Mike. I mean, if you get to fuck him, <laughs> who would you rather fuck? Pelosi was the first fuckable person presented, so. Yeah. I said Ted Cruz, yeah. so. Okay, so we're moving along. I don't know. Trump's got cake. He does. He yeah. does. He does. He's all like caked his up. His body is like cake. Is that what that means? He's got a thick Don't dumper. Turn yeah. Don't, got, turn Don't, Don't turn around. Don't turn around. Don't Don't make eye contact. What is that? Uh, Bronx tail? I don't like to see the face. <laughs> De Niro. Trump's got a thick dumper is what we're saying. That that tennis see the face, that, that tennis photo ruined a lot of people. Uh, speaking of speaking of caked up, Chris Christie. <laughs> <laughs> Dick Cheney. I don't know. Chris Christie seems like he'd be like blowing his nose the whole time. <laughs> Doesn't he seem like a big, gross, fat piece of shit? Yeah, He's but Dick like, Cheney's <laughs> like going to die at the table. Isn't that what Is we it? want? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is true. He's got like a pig heart or something. or whatever. He's indestructible. He's like uh, Darth Sidious from those dang Star Wars movies. <laughs> from the dang Star Wars movies. <laughs> Uh, so Chris Christie, Dick Cheney. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Cheney. I'm wow. Gonna, yeah, I'm gonna hope to you know, I don't know, get some of the real dark state secrets. Yeah. Like, get them, you know. Get some Halliburton info. Yeah. That one's really that that one's probably the toughest. 
I, I lean Chris Christie because he's going to be down to clown with the, some wings and some jalapeno poppers. And yeah. shit. You're going to oh, get yeah. abs. Yeah. You're going to have appetizers. Popped up, popped up with Christie. Like better abs. Yeah. He's going to get the, he's going to get the blooming onion and you're going to be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I bet like, like Dick Cheney probably just has some old deer jerky in his pocket. He just pulls out. Dick Cheney just eats shotgun shells. Yeah. Buffalo Wild Wings isn't getting a cent of my fucking money. He I orders got my own snacks. He orders just the fat from other steaks. Got some cinnamon Brock's <laughs> hard candies and some dried venison yeah. jerky. Ah. Fucking fucking. That's it. Yo, if Chris Christie took me to Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville on him, I would go right I now. I think that that's what he <laughs> is. I, I think that he's just a walking Margaritaville. I would walk around City Walk with Chris Christie. He loves okay. he loves City Walk. He's big minion head. You know he would he loves the minions. He loves piano bars. Yeah. Bubba Gump shrimp. Yes. Big Hawaiian shirt on. Big, oh wet. yeah. Just wet. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I think he's always dripping wet. Yeah. He's like a ghost in a Japanese horror movie. Oh, it's pretty hot. Oh. Oh, just like. I gotta get in the air conditioning. He's one of those I gotta get in the air conditioning guys. Or it's yeah. really gonna die. Mike Holmes told a Mike Holmes yeah. told a bit last night about how uh, bike bicyclists always come into his bar and he they always have wet money. Chris Christie has wet money. I yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> right Chris Christie is the closest thing you could get to having a drink with James Gandolfini. I think. Yeah, except for his son. He's like. Mm. He's like James Gandolfini. He's like Tony Soprano's brother, who's just like yeah. this dumbass. And just he's the he's the Fredo. Do you think Christie says Maron? He's the Alfredo. He's the Alfredo. The Alfredo. <laughs> That's a good. Okay, so Christie, yeah. I'm sorry, but uh, Christie moves on. That's he just seems or Cheney moves on because he's less fun. Final first round. Newt Gingrich. Ricky, I got to explain who this is. Uh, he's been famous since the 90s. Uh, Sarah Palin, who is running in Alaska again. I don't know if she's crazy enough still. Uh, like uh, Palin be getting up in them guts if we're playing this game. Yeah. Right. If you get to bang yeah. Pelosi, I guess you get to bang Palin. Palin's just like a hotter version of Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> She's hotter Nancy Pelosi, yes. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Oh. Okay, fine. So, obviously, since we were throwing sex into it... Uh... <laughs> That's just like a byproduct of the game. Hey, like, man. Just... If it's consensual, it's consensual. Uh, mm-hmm. Round two. Now it's going to just be the boring people, but let's see what happens. Mitch McConnell... Rand Paul, who are you? Who are you having that beer with? McConnell, McConnell. I'd like to make him upset. I'd like to say things that make him very upset. Oh, then he'll jiggle on his own. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You see, he'll get all red and just start shaking, probably. Okay, fine. I'm, I'm with a... you, Burns. Okay, we get fine. it. We get why we're doing this. Yeah, we know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still thinking about ladybugs. I don't like that at all. <laughs> that was uh, Lindsey Graham, though. That's one of the most fucked up things I've ever heard of. It was just my ladybug. Why would you taint shame somebody? What if uh, they can't help his skin condition? Uh, I, it, it's not that. It's the we fact we that had to picture that. we had to picture your dad's cum earlier. I didn't Ooh. ask you to picture it. Well, you paint you paint a picture with words, is what I'm saying. So, Thank you, uh, Mitt Romney, Hillary Clinton. 
Now it's just people who suck. Maybe the most wanna, fun I wanna, was. I want to. I want to talk to Hillary. Hillary's got dirt. Hillary's got shit. She's got dirt. Yeah. 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 Okay. So like got dirt under those nails. Donald Trump, George W. Bush. This might be harder. Trump. Yeah. I think W is less evil and more stupid. Trump doesn't drink, so I want W. Uh, yeah, I but he I'll... has to in this. All right, but he's just gonna sip one and be like, "Ooh, this is." <laughs> yeah. He's what do you call this? He's like, gonna have fucking, a sip of beer really and be like, like, "This is probably the most beer anyone's ever had." This is no, the greatest beer ever. George W. Bush probably drinks like a, like fucking root beer or something. He has to drink in this. No. Oh. Or do w coke? Drinks. That was the rule. I don't drink, and I'm doing coke in these. W drinks. He loves. Uh, w doesn't yeah, drink. He loves cores. You ever see that Oliver Stone movie? He um was like a real maniac in Texas, and he quit yeah. when he was like forty, and found oh, out. he found Jesus, and then became the president. And then, yeah. where, was, then where was Jesus? And then did nine eleven, and then crashed the stock market. <laughs> yeah, but he's weak. George W. Bush is a weak man. I feel like I get yeah. a couple pictures going. We start having some laughs. This sounds good. Shots. Talking about the Shots. old times. I put some Waylon Jennings on the jukebox. This is we're good. Just, we're having a. We're having a fucking time. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, George W. Bush drives off a, bu- a bridge or something on it's the fun. way home. It's fun for everybody. Yeah, but think about Trump puts on the opera, drinks. I don't even know. What does Trump listen to for music? Probably shitty stuff. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, I don't think he listens to music. Yeah. He listens no. to like the noise that a fax machine makes. He's like, have you heard, you heard this? Have you heard this song? Have you heard this? When a modem, when like like that AOL modem fucking the dial-up song. Oh, I yeah. love this sound. I miss yeah. that sound. Maybe that's fun. <laughs> so, he just listens to like like jingles. Okay, so Bush like, is more fun. I'm moving, TV jingles. I'm moving Trump along for the <laughs> shittiest. Dick Cheney, Newt Gingrich. Who who in this? Okay, it's, Dick Cheney got votes last time. Dick Cheney's more interesting to me. Okay, Newt Gingrich <laughs> moves on. Cheney too. Yeah, Final four is just now it's just the boring people. So maybe this will be an anticlimactic game. But Donald Trump is still in play. Okay, Rand Paul, Mitt Romney. This is just like a nobody cares round. Mitt, Mitt Romney. Okay, fine. Rand Paul's in the final. Fucking, I'm I'm gonna eliminate both of them. They fell off of the earth in this game. So the final, Donald Trump, Newt Gingrich. Who would you rather have the beer with? Trump. 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 Okay, fine. Yeah. Was this Mike? Was this game your way of just getting us all to vote for Trump? This is the whole point of this was to slowly. <laughs> I've been saying I have resting January sixth face. So I think that people think that about me no matter what. I could see you in one of those little biking helmets or something. Yeah. I mean, the guy from Mister Show was at the Capitol that day. Yeah. <laughs> um. Who yeah, has did they heard? did they check on the White House's thimble collection? <laughs> <laughs> Who has uh, p- something that they want to plug? Max Collins, your advice column is amazing. Oh, thank you, man. <laughs> Max Collins has a love advice column. Oh, amazing! Where, where can we see that? Um, it's in Input Magazine. All the tweets are like, this is actually good. <laughs> awesome, man. That's great. Incredible. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Um, I, I got a tour coming up. We're leaving in, I guess, like a week. 
uh, starting out in Austin. It's like a month long. Uh, yeah. So awesome. There's, so there's that. Who's on the tour? Just Eve Six, or are you with yeah. anybody else? It's uh, Eve Six. We are the Union, and Jake Flores, who I feel like you guys may know. Oh right, Twitter guy. Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. I, uh, I wrote on the new season of Mystery Science Theater 3000. I saw that. That's, oh, nice. Congrats, man. Thank you. That starts that's great. Um, May 6th on their own streaming service called the Gizmoplex. Wow. Who is but, uh, on that? Is that Jonah, Ray, and Jonah, Hampton uh, Yunt? Hosting, uh, but they also brought back Joel, the original host. Joel wow. Hudson is back. Yeah. And then uh, there's a new host as well. Uh, Are Baron and Hampton on it or no? Baron and Baron Vaughn, Hampton Yount, uh, Patton Oswalt. Uh, uh, I've seen two episodes so far. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be super fun. It's really great. That's awesome. It's a really great time. May That's 6th. awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. Beasley, where are you gonna be? When does this come out? Friday. So Saturday, I'll be at Good Heroin at Stories Bookstore. Amazing. In Echo Park, you can come see me do some comedy there. Hell yeah. That's about it. Burns. You can listen to Power Moves with Mike Burns there anywhere you, you listen to a podcast. Comes out every Thursday and features your boy, Brido. It's Please your boy. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe, everybody. <laughs> Kelsey Ayer. This, we can't plug our show. <laughs> Because it'll be out. We just we just played last night. Uh, Mike and I host uh, a music <laughs> and comedy show <laughs> monthly. Uh, Checker Hall called, called Human Soup. Uh, yeah, monthly at Checker Hall. Uh, and uh, I, so my band, Local Natives, and I've got my own solo side project called Jaws of Love. And there's exciting news that's coming out soon. So we'll I like when check, people do that. It's that like out. we don't get to know, but something's coming. Yeah. I'm going to drop that teaser out there. That shit's coming soon. That song that you sent me with Omatola is amazing. Oh, thanks. I, I sent Mike a new uh, Jaws of Love song that I, I made with this rad singer named Amatola. Oh, Ricky, you saw her at our show. Say, did she yes, yes, yes. I was yes. at that first show. Yes, she yes, yes. amazing. She's yeah. great. Oh. She's got pipes. Yeah. yeah, yeah she's, she's killing she's, it. She's awesome. Um, so, so, yeah. So, that, that, that probably will be out in May at some point. Uh, uh, and then, and then just check out my podcast, uh, the Kelsey or TV show on radio. When you, when you have a second, I made like a comedy fiction podcast where I do a bunch of voices and fake commercials. And Kelsey has the ability to make a joke song that is both funny and at the same time, disturbingly beautiful. <laughs> I do a thing at the show where I tell a story and then he sings a song like on the spot about it. And I'm always I, it, your talent level disturbs me. It really does. I the pigeon thing I look past because you're so talented. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Can I just calm down a little bit? Don't don't bring that back up. Um, <laughs> Thank you though. Yeah, those, those those are my plugs. Awesome. Okay, this will be out Friday. Thank you guys uh, very much for being here. Thank you. Uh, this Thanks, is a lot of fun. Thanks for having me, man. All right, yeah. cool. Bye. Awesome. Bye, guys. Bye, everybody. Peace out, y'all. Nice to meet all of you. Yeah. Nice yeah. to meet you. Nice to meet you. What? Yeah. You just stay on and talk about Colombia for a couple hours. That'd be cool. 
Yeah, it's Kelsey, Max, Mike, Ricky, and Max. Please click follow. I'll tag all of them on Twitter and Instagram. Go give everybody a follow on social media. Thank you so much for listening. R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan. R.I.P. Gilbert Godfrey.